lives. And I think an airplane's coming, but we'll keep going just in case. Okay. <laughs> it's not coming to the house. All right. Uh, welcome to the Knowledge of Everything. I am Rosie. I'm Hope. How are you today, Rosie? Uh, I am. I'm not bad. I'm really cuddled up in bed right now. I'm covered in like I have a bunch of pillows behind me. I have some pillows on my lap. I just decided to to snuggle up for this episode because I don't have my desk set up in our new apartment yet. Nested. So, nested. Yeah. So I, I'm nested. We have our fleece uh, sheets on. So I've got these like little fleece oh, uh, pillowcases. Those make yeah, me so sweaty. Great. My mom always put those on whenever I come yeah. home and I'm like, I'm too sweaty for this. And now Griffin, whenever I come home, is allowed to sleep in the bed with me because we're married and Jesus. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I'm like, mom, you got to stop putting on little sheets for the two of us because it's too hot. It's too warm. I'm sorry. I it's It's been okay recently. It just recently got cold enough for it, though. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So today... We are. How are you? How are you doing? Sorry, I was going to ask you. Yell. Oh, I'm good. I'm. Uh, <laughs> uh, grad school is trying to kill me, but other than that, I'm great. <laughs> That's fun. Uh-huh. Well, uh, I don't have a good segue. So today we're going to talk about <laughs> tipping in the U.S. Uh, the practice the tip. of tipping. <laughs> just the tip. Just for a second. Uh, yeah. Okay. Puzzle. Hope laughs at her own oh joke. Oh my god. <laughs> so bad it's the oldest joke in the book (laughs) it's not that funny i'm sorry everybody it's okay so what what was your attitude towards tipping growing up has it changed since you've been an adult um yeah what's your world there my parents were i don't really remember them saying anything about it except for that you need to do it like it's important Mm -hmm. But we also didn't grow up with a lot of money. So it was like, you can give what you can give. But like, yeah. And then as I started making my own money and growing up as a, you know, millennial, I try to tip well, even though, even if the service wasn't great, because it's not their fault that the industry forces them to get paid less because of tipping. Yeah. So I try to do that. Uh, Faith and my dad got in a fight one time because we tip our tattoo artists because they're mm-hmm. doing an art on our bodies. And we tip. My dad doesn't have tattoos, but he had an opinion about it. <laughs> and uh, that made people upset. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I would say I take tipping pretty seriously. And I don't think they should be punished not punished, but like the system's working against them for getting less money when they're not making a living wage. You know what I mean? Yeah. What about you? Uh, well, I, I was definitely raised that you must tip at least in certain, shut up phone, um, in certain (laughs) uh, situations you have to tip. Um, I do, I was thinking about this earlier today and I have this distinct memory of my mom, like sending me back in to like, quote unquote, like get something I'd forgotten to actually add more of a tip at a restaurant because my, well, it's because my my dad had paid the bill and she was like, he thinks 10% is good enough, but I just, I don't want to fight about it. So I'm going (laughs) to like send you in with more. And the thing is usually my mom like was 
usually in charge of the finances, honestly. So like usually yeah. she was the one paying it, but for whatever reason he was at that point. Um, but she, she explained to me the reason that he thought 10% was enough was it had more to do with like him being raised poor. And that like when his, like when his family, when he was young, his family couldn't really afford to go out that much. And so I think yeah. he didn't have as much experience. Um, he's actually one of the most generous people that I've ever met. So it was kind of funny that that was one of the situations. Yeah, that was definitely that was surprising <laughs> to hear that number. And I was like, yeah. Dad? Are you sure? <laughs> it's also really funny because like my mom is, she's very well known in our family for not wanting to spend money like yeah. a lot of the time. And uh, and so it's just, it's kind of funny that uh, flip there, but she always, you know, she said like, you know, if service isn't great 15%, but generally try to tip 20%, yeah. uh, which is kind of where I've gotten to, especially especially like getting older and having friends who are service workers and yeah. stuff like that. I is Washington a state where they pump your gas for you and you tip them. If you're a tourist, do you know about this? Um, not Washington, Oregon. I think Oregon is, or maybe was. We kind of learned cause we used to go to New Jersey for vacation every year. And I think my parents at, at first, like would because they wait by the gas station and they fill it up for you and they only get tipped by the tourists people who live there don't tip them because they're there all the time so I think they make a lot of tips over the summer oh my god I made tips on Letty I'm a person who who's made tips before that's how we bought Griffin's car in 2018 (laughs) wow I forgot about that that's intense tip money yeah I haven't really been in many situations where tipping was a thing, mostly because I've worked for a lot of nonprofits that for whatever reason didn't take tips. Um, there are some laws regarding that, um, yeah. like that. And then when I worked in kitchens, it's not always customary for cooks to get tips anyway, but the mm-hmm. place I was working was a convention center. So like it it just wasn't really a thing that happens. It's not like restaurants, although I did do a couple I did do a couple like really fancy like 10 course meals for small groups and one mm. of them gave us all tips uh including the dishwasher which I thought was really nice Aww. Like, yeah did you like doing the the gourmet 10 course stuff it was fun because we got to do whatever we wanted to do basically <laughs> like we got to make up what the courses were and so we got to be more creative which you generally couldn't do there like you had to do whatever was asked yeah. for but in these situations you could be like well we've got a case of lamb here. So we're going to do like individual lamb racks and stuff. Like I did like a pistachio crusted lamb, which is really, really good. That and was, like, oh, yeah. That was such a magical time when I'd come pick you up from work and you'd be like, <laughs> I brought you this gourmet lamb or like this, this other gourmet thing. And I'd be like, yes, absolutely. This I little dessert that. or like whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. And it was always so good. <laughs> I was like, I am so blessed to have Rosie as a friend who needs a ride. <laughs> yeah I would try to bring people stuff if they gave me rides but uh okay so anyway moving on we've digressed a little but sorry yeah so moving back so I haven't really been someone who has been in a, a tipped wage kind of job um so it wasn't something I think I thought a whole lot about except for I had been raised that you tip because these people don't get paid enough or you know mm-hmm. whatever it is it's just that's what you do um so I wanted to look into it a little bit more, um, especially after after going to India a couple of years ago. There's you tip like 
everybody there. Really? It seems like not, not like a lot, but it's like you go to a bathroom and there's a bathroom attendant and you give them some money, like just like at a train station, you know, not, not like at necessarily fancy places, just like pretty much everywhere. And it's, it's because there's a lot of poverty. Um, and you know, if you're a white person walking around, it, yeah, you can afford to go there so you can afford to tip people a little bit, you know, yeah, it's one of those things. Um, so it's definitely a tipping economy. So I was a little bit more interested than in how tipping came about in the U S and what it's based on and surprise it's racist. Um, (laughs) Oh, it comes back to racism every time. Yeah. My, basically my, (laughs) my subtitle for this episode is the origins of tipping are racist, but you should still be doing it. And I'll explain why. (laughs) So (laughs) the origin of tipping. um, Oh, I couldn't find the etymology on it. Um, A lot of people apparently think it's an acronym meaning to ensure promptness but apparently that's just a myth um like most sources i saw that said like many people think this would also be like but that's not true but they wouldn't say like (laughs) where the actual word came from so i didn't get the item they were incorrect yeah (laughs) but the the origin of tipping in the u.s is that uh wealthy americans in the 1850s and 1860s Um, discovered the tradition when they were on vacation in Europe uh, and then brought it back to the U.S. Um, So it was kind of like a fancy people thing. Um, (laughs) Allegedly, the practice of tipping in Europe originated in medieval times as a master surf custom, wherein, and master surf is, it's not exactly, but it's kind of, you know. um, uh, Oh, no. Oh, no. Gross. (laughs) Yeah, that's not very good. Um, Yes. Serfdom isn't great, generally. Um, There's, yeah, there's a big comparison. (laughs) Yeah, there's a big comparison to slavery there, um, depending on where the serfs were and who they were serving. Um, I apologize for my uh, unsavory joke that I made a couple minutes ago. (laughs) It was unfortunate on my part. Uh, at any rate, um, the the surf would receive extra money for having performed superbly well, which I like. I don't know how common tipping was in the master surf sort of arena. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hadn't really heard of it before, but allegedly, um, according to uh, several articles that I looked at, that's where it comes from uh, in Europe. Uh, and these individuals uh, who went on vacation in Europe from the States in the 1850s and 60s, wanted to seem aristocratic. And so when they came back, they were like, mm-hmm, we brought this fancy European custom called tipping. And so they would start tipping people. Um, a lot of people in the US were against the introduction of tipping. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reasoning was it was unrealistic to expect poor people to be able to pay for food and a tip, as opposed to just like before when they were just paying for the food. Yeah. Um, and in a business where previously everyone could get the same service, rich people could get better service because they could afford to tip. Suddenly you could get looked down upon for not tipping when you hadn't had to tip a couple of years ago, you know. Mm-hmm. So I could see people thinking that that was unfair. <laughs> um, the uh, anti-tipping sentiment actually made its way over to Europe, um, which is kind of funny. Like it, the tipping came from Europe and then the anti-tipping went back to Europe and kind of took hold there. But in the U.S., tipping itself took hold because mm. of racism. <laughs> ah, classic. Yeah. 
Yeah, classic. Uh, after the Civil War, the Constitution was amended. Slavery was ended. Uh, but those who were freed from bondage were still limited in their choices. Um, that's... Gets worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> limited in their choices, uh, meaning people didn't want to hire them. And the people who did hire them were hiring them for like really, really menial jobs. Um, so if they didn't end up sharecropping, um, freed slaves would end up in menial positions like servants, waiters, barbers, railroad porters, uh, because they were the only occupations available. Mm -hmm. uh, for restaurant workers and railroad porters, um, there was a catch. A lot of employers, so a railroad porter, by the way, that's, that's like someone who carries your luggage for anyone who doesn't know. Um, a lot of their employers didn't actually want to pay them and so they just didn't under the condition that guests would offer a small tip instead. So basically they're like, we don't want to pay you. So you just have to rely on the goodwill of the customers to pay you. Mm. Yeah. So basically the practice of slavery still existed because they didn't have any wages. They just would get tips when people felt like tipping, which is fucked up. <laughs> so... That's right. not fun. Uh, tipping grew in prominence, but a lot of people remain unhappy about it following Reconstruction for various reasons. Six states temporarily abolished the practice in 1915. Uh, in 1918, Georgia's legislature deemed tips as commercial bribes um, or tips for uh, sorry or tips for the purpose of influencing service. Um, <gasps> they said that they were illegal. Influencers. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and the thing is like i guess i could understand that if like the tipping was a way to like i don't know get served first or whatever the situation was um iowa's initial 19 1915 decision said that those who accepted a gratuity not those who gave the money could be fined or imprisoned and that seems like a really bad way to enact change mm -hmm. it's like we're not going to penalize people giving the money we're penalizing people for taking money that is freely given to them oh that's it's gross i don't like it white people um yeah uh by 1926 though all these laws had been repealed restaurateurs began to realize that the practice of tipping could be very beneficial to them and it continues to be because because yeah it does We'll talk about that. Um, <laughs> 1938 legislation established a federal minimum wage, um, but along with that, so the federal minimum wage is for non-tipped workers. So if you're doing a job that does not rely on tips at all, like retail or something like that, then that is what the federal minimum wage is for. Um, mm -hmm. And of course, it's not just retail, but there's a bunch of things. Uh, they also established a tipped minimum wage, or a sub-minimum wage for tipped workers, however, whatever you want to call it. And those jobs, tips would then make up enough so that they would eventually get paid basically the same as the minimum wage. So they're supposed to be making the same as other minimum wage workers, but employers don't have to pay them the same because mm -hmm. the customers are going to make up that gap, which just seems in its very essence really stupid. That's relying on the customer. Yeah. And they are never correct. <laughs> it's just like, I, it just seems really unrealistically optimistic to expect that. Yeah. People will just be generous enough to make sure that you make the same wage as 
someone yeah. who is legally required to make a certain amount. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, um, for, really for the legislation, unfortunate. Yeah. Further legislation was passed in the 1970s to offer fair wages for restaurant workers. Today, the federal minimum wage for tipped workers is $2.13. The main federal minimum wage is $7.25 for tipped workers has remained at $2.13 since 1991. 30 goddamn years ago. More than that. Well, yeah, no, yeah, 91 <laughs> yeah. is 21, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. 30 years ago, we established the tipped minimum wage, and we, despite all the inflation and the expenses that these workers are facing. In the 2008 recession. <laughs> yeah, the wage has not been raised. Um, and added to that, in 1996, it was decoupled from the regular minimum wage, um, meaning that the tipped wage remained at 213, even as the regular minimum wage increased. So it's like a double fuck you. Like not only are you getting a super low wage, but your wage isn't going to increase while the federal minimum wage might increase. And that's, oh, pause for playing. Keep talking. Oh, sweet. Um, so being that the minimum wage plus tips is supposed, or that the federal, the tipped minimum wage is supposed to, um, in addition to tips, equal the minimum wage this means the assumption is that people are going to tip more in order to fill that larger gap which again it's ridiculously optimistic um i mean you could make the argument i suppose that some people pay a tip based on how much they spend and with rising prices tips will rise but that's only for people who are conscientious about saying like oh i always tip this much yeah. I've seen a lot of people who are like, oh, like things are so expensive that I can only afford to tip whatever it is. You know, right. It's also it's irritating. It's like some people, this is all they're able to do. They yeah. can't like reach for anything else in terms of employment. So they have to go for the lower paying job. And then like it's a performance service because mm-hmm. the better you perform, the better tips you're going to get and the more money that you'll get. And that that's not the point of waitressing or, you know, <sighs> work in the poll. You should just get paid. None of us are getting paid what we're worth right now. And there's a whole conversation about how billionaires are hoarding all of the wealth and the revolution is coming. But like, yeah, there's a real discrepancy in money distribution. Yeah, and and I would I would also point out that the, the like the idea that like well well some people are only qualified to work in certain jobs like sure that's true but also we need all of those jobs yeah. to be filled like that's that's something that employers are feeling a lot these days which mm-hmm. is why you get lots of people saying like oh nobody wants to work and it's like well no no one wants to work for the wages you're offering yeah because they're just too low. <laughs> so, yeah. but uh, I mean, like, we, yeah, we need servers, we need dishwashers, we need cooks, we need lots of people. Um, yeah. And honestly, servers, that's one of the huge ones, like people delivering food, that's a huge one. You know, a lot of these people that we rely on are living with this like tipped wage kind of income, which is 
pretty shaky if people don't want to tip, which after pandemic, when money's tight for a lot of people, things are getting worse. And I can imagine people thinking like, I don't want to go back to work because I might end up making even less than I did before because there's fewer people coming to the restaurant. Like maybe their money's tight and they're not tipping as much. Um, But yeah, but we need all those positions. So, you know, it doesn't really matter that this person didn't have to go to college to, you know, be a barista or to be a server (laughs) or whatever it is. All English majors are baristas. (laughs) Like the fact of the matter is like, we would, we would be fucked if we didn't have people in these positions. So let's treat them with respect and pay them what they should be paid. And it's the minimum wage was implemented so that people could work and also make a living and no one's able to do that right now with what we're getting paid if everyone got paid the minimum wage and people are like you know if you make if you work a minimum wage job like you shouldn't like people think they can put morality on a job people think they can put morality on everything I think I've talked about this before where it's like we're really moral laden culture people should just be allowed to exist and the end and there's a lot of people who want to decide who gets to thrive and who gets to barely make it by you know I I think one of the arguments I find the most infuriating about like why the minimum wage doesn't need to rise is because like well those are starter jobs for teenagers and it's like well first of all no they're not there's a lot of people who are not teenagers who are working these jobs and to be honest that's necessary because I I have a lot of respect for teenagers and I think that we all should. Yes. However, a fast food restaurant that was run just by teenagers might not be (laughs) the greatest place. You want to have like, you could have like an array of people of different skill levels and age levels and stuff like that. But even in it, sorry, I'll let you talk in a sec. But in addition to that, so what if they're teenagers doing it, they are working Mm-hmm. Like they are performing a job, which is difficult, especially with people being so like with people wanting to like hold on to that adage, like, oh, the customer is always right or whatever. You know, you see so many service workers being mistreated just because they're service workers that like, yeah. dude, I don't care if it's a 17 year old. I think that they should make a decent wage. And I don't think 725 an hour is a decent wage. Right. It's also, I worked as like an office, um, I wasn't the office manager. I was just like the office assistant, but it was a full-time job and I was there from the end of 2018 to early 2019. So for about like five-ish months, I was there. I had a 401k, I had insurance and I was getting paid minimum wage to do full-time like work for a behavioral health center. And I was 26. So like, it's not because they could pay us minimum wage. It didn't have to pay us anything else. I was making $500 every week. And thankfully we lived in an apartment in Erie where the rent was extremely low. (laughs) And (laughs) I had, that's what I had available to me. And I was like, I had to ask my parents for money so I could buy food. But like, it's not just teenagers who are affected by this. Like I was a full ass adult with a yeah, absolutely. really good school. Didn't matter. It did not matter. 
And I was like, I'll stay here. I don't mind this job if you can pay me more. And they're like, we can't pay you more. And I was like, mm, and you just like, well, but like, okay. <laughs> cool story, bro. Not just for teenagers. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just for teenagers, uh, the minimum wage jobs. And even if they were, come on, pay people what the job is worth. Like things cost money. Like, you know, if a teenager needs to make a car payments in order to get to and from their job, minimum wage probably isn't going to cover all of that. Or if it does, they might not have much left over. Like there's so many things to take into consideration. Um, all of this said, I'm not telling people just, just because tipping comes from a racist history doesn't mean we should stop. It is pretty unfair on the customer um, that tipping is so necessary, but at the same thing, at the same time, it's more unfair on the person working that job. So what I would say is like, if you can afford to go out and eat, if you can afford to get groceries delivered, if you can afford to stay in a hotel, et cetera, like, please think about the people who are working there and think about, okay, how much more is it for me to tip a decent amount? Because yeah, I'm very sad. I didn't know about the hotel one (laughs) because I stayed in my fair share of hotels and I did not know you were supposed to tip. And now I feel bad. (laughs) A lot of people, a lot of people don't, but the maids don't make that much money. Um, So it is, it is a good idea to tip hotel maids. Like, even if it's just like a couple of bucks for a night, Um, what my, my mom said about it was that so few people do it that it's really nice when it happens yeah (laughs) um and um and I don't know if they count in the tipped wage category yeah I don't know about that but uh but generally I believe they don't make enough money so yeah I'll usually tip um something for when I stay in a hotel try to have like a couple bucks to leave there just because I think it's a good thing and also I mean I I haven't been a maid, but I've been a housekeeper before. And I have to say like cleaning up people's personal items and the bathrooms and stuff like that. This is not really a fun job. So it's nice to receive a tip for it. And actually when I was a housekeeper, they, they would tip me on top of what they'd agree to pay me. So that was very nice. Yeah. Um, So to round this out, uh, I do want to say that there's, that there is, an act that has been introduced into Congress, I don't think it's going to pass, but it's a good sign. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I did want to mention it and talk about it, um, especially because it came from a Washington senator, and that's my home state. Um, oh, b- by the way, there are different. Um, so there are different uh, minimum wages per state. The federal is seven twenty-five, and and some states stick with that. Other states have raised it uh, much higher. Um, and, and other states have also done that with the tipped minimum wage. So it's not quite the same state to state. What we're talking about are federal levels. Um, on the West Coast, it seems like the trend is for the wages to be higher, which is just a cool thing. It's Always nice. Starts. I hope that the rest of the country can go there. It, it starts in a more progressive area and the uh, West Coast tends to be fairly progressive on that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah, Washington, Oregon, California were like the top three that I saw for like highest minimum wage and highest uh, minimum tipped wage. Yeah. So that's nice. Um, There's less of a discrepancy there um, than there are at other states. Uh, At any rate, um, Senator, I believe it was Senator Maria Cantwell. Just going to check on this for a second. Yep. Okay. Yes. It was Senator Maria Cantwell put 
uh, presented HR 603, also known as the Rage, Raise, not Rage the Way. <laughs> Hi guys, our audio cut out there for a little bit. So uh, just to fill that gap, what we're talking about is the Raise the Wage Act introduced earlier this year into the Senate by Senator Maria Cantwell. And what it is, is a schedule of small increases that would increase both the tipped and the non-tipped minimum wage over the next five years through 2025. And now back to our regularly scheduled programming. Um, At this time, it hasn't been voted on. Um, Looking at the breakdown of the scheduled increases, um, like it looks like it's doable because it's not like a huge, huge jumps um mm-hmm. all at once it's like small jumps over the course of five years um however at this time looking at the schedule the first increase was supposed to have been in 2021 and there's just no time left to do that and they haven't voted on it yet so there's pretty much no possibility that the schedule such it is as it is could actually be put into place even if it passed the house and the senate and cool. i also don't think it's going to pass the senate which is unfortunate um but i still think it's nice to see that people are trying to fight for that um hoping that more can happen in that area but uh it is probably going to have to depend on who we elect to the senate um, mm. because at this point at this point, I just think the Republicans have too much control to allow this kind of thing to go through, which is unfortunate. Um, And I'm not saying that like Democrats are all better, but they just tend to be better on some of these things. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. The first increase is, was supposed to be 950 per hour for the federal minimum wage um, and 495 per hour for the tipped minimum wage which actually is more than double so that is kind of a it's a big percentage jump um but again those first increases would have taken place in 2021 if they had passed this just get rid just have one minimum wage for all jobs don't get rid of the tip one it doesn't it's not good it doesn't fit. yeah it doesn't fit because the whole thing about tipping is I feel like a lot of people look at it as extra money for a job really well done. And functionally that is not how it works at all. It is literally uh, legally part of their pay. Um, Just because we are not required to tip doesn't mean that these businesses are not paying them according to the idea that we're going to tip. Um, I literally, yeah. uh, I have seen, um, I have seen some businesses who have gone to uh, a no tipping policy um, and what the business will say is like, we're, we're paying everyone fairly. So you're not required to tip at this establishment because we believe, um, sorry, because we believe that everyone should make a living wage. Um, And at those businesses, the food does tend, it's generally restaurants. um, The food tends to be a little bit more expensive, but not as much as I would have thought mm-hmm. um for that kind of thing so that's really nice to see i'd love to see more of that yeah uh, yeah i uh, what was i gonna say mm-hmm. i've literally gotten bad service been like that was terrible 20 <laughs> percent yeah. like you still need to make a living it's like yeah this might be they still need to make office. a living and like i don't know they- your life <laughs> And it might be the end of an insanely long day. Like, yeah. who knows what else is going on? Yeah. A- am I am I always a ray of sunshine at my job? No, actually. Am I 
even most of the time a ray of sunshine arguably maybe not <laughs> you know like but it You're doesn't a ray affect of sunshine my in my life <laughs> that's nice i'm glad <laughs> but uh yeah so i do I, I yeah i do tend to to try to tip pretty well and i think the trend the the trend seems to be among younger people that uh we tend to value tipping a little bit more and that younger people will tip a little bit better when they go out and not, not across the board, not everyone, but that does seem to be a general trend, which is a trend that I think is really good. It's really hard when you're not making a lot of money and you want to be able to tip more and you want to be able to give people more money. Like I always feel bad that I don't have like any spare money to give to homeless people down here. And I'm like, It'd be more helpful if like you get rid of the systems that put them on the street in the first place. And that's what you're working on. But at the same time, I'm like, mm, but they need food yeah. now. Yeah. There's a lot of places that need money and there's some people who have way too much of it. So that's a whole other thing. Billionaires. Could do an episode on billionaires. Yeah. I would get so mad. Like I'd have to wear like workout clothes because <laughs> I'd just be sweaty the whole time. Oh my God. I don't want to give them the time of day. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just want them to not hoard all their money like the dragon in The Hobbit. You got to spread the wealth. Yeah. But we digress yeah. at any rate. So the history of tipping is like many things in this country, um, whether people want to believe it or not, is rooted in racism. <laughs> um, that doesn't mean you shouldn't tip, but it does mean that uh yeah it's just it's an interesting way to look at that and also when you think about the fact that tipping is legally considered to be a part of someone's salary even though it is optional for us to do when we go to a business Mm -hmm. um hopefully that kind of spurs you to support people who would put laws and legislation into effect to raise these wages um because not only is it going to be helpful for the workers Uh, and make sure that they can actually make ends meet it's also helpful for the people on whom the burden of tipping falls you know because then you don't have to feel as bad about not tipping as much or not being able to because you know those people are making a living wage it's like uh, the people who choose how much people are paid are like well the customer will cover the rest of it they got it and the customer is like yeah well they're getting paid so i don't have to tip them and the person who loses is the person actually doing the job and people are deciding for them how much they're worth. Yeah, absolutely. So there we are. There's uh, there's tipping. It's, uh, it's not very fun. Do you have any shout outs? Yeah, I'll shout out to Maria Cantwell and uh, her office because I mean, they, uh, introduce this rate as the wage act, which even though I'm pretty pessimistic about its ability to succeed, I'm glad that it exists. I'm glad it's calling some attention um, to the fact these wages are too low. So I have multiple shout outs this week. First one is to our King Seth Rogen, who came out with <laughs> this whole weed rolling setup. Did you see him use the grinder where it looked like a cheese grinder and it was just like, shh, shh, shh. and then he like, was yeah, like, a little space for your paper, use a space for your filter. And you, look, we in that video, like, he rolled that joint straight. so quickly. It's like, yeah. oh my God, you're so good at that. He's a professional, but he uh, taught us on Armchair Expert about 
uh racism in weed and cannabis so yeah bringing it back around i also bring it back around to racism uh so today is november 17th and five years ago griffin and i started dating today <laughs> So Aww. I'd like to give a shout out to Griffin for being a Swifty like myself, because that's all we've been talking about this week is Taylor Swift's uh, Red re-release. And I watched the video like three times within the first like, you know, three hours that it came out. And that's all I've been listening to all week. And then Adele has a new album coming out on the 19th. So I think on Friday, <sighs> it feels like 2012 all over again. <laughs> So Hope put out a uh, a TikTok with a lot of like pictures and videos of her and Griffin, and it's very sweet. It's a celebration of love. Um, and I just want to say to TikTok, who hurt you? Because there is a banner at the bottom that says participating in this activity could result in you or others getting hurt. They and it's pictures it of them like dancing. They fucking took it down. They're like, this promotes dangerous activity. And I had to appeal it and be like, bitch where like Hook it down i think it's i think it's whenever griffin's swinging from the tree like the very first video that you see after the oh my gosh time. and I, they're like all right fine you can put it up but then there's that disclaimer and i'm like what do we look like we're dangerous because we look straight like what is the problem <laughs> sydney was like tiktok says it's dangerous to be in love <laughs> yeah apparently that's what it looks like the screenshot i i got of it is pretty great because it's you guys like having just gotten married like you and your wedding dress and everything yeah, yeah, yeah. it says to my best friend of the love of my life and then at the bottom participating because it result in you or others getting hurt so do not recommend yeah <laughs> so uh really funny <laughs> poor tiktok uh yeah i just want to <laughs> know what that algorithm is and that mine got it got flagged immediately after i put it up there like this is being taken down and i was like there's guys on here talking about killing women, but okay. My yeah. silly video about my husband, that's fine. Get your mind right. Get your priorities in order. <laughs> so yeah. shout out to Hope and Griffin and their love. And Seth, and, and, Taylor Swift. <laughs> and Seth Rogen and Taylor Swift. And in conclusion, tip your server yeah. or your hotel maid. Or anywhere else it's reasonable to tip, like your tip tattoo when artist. you feel like it. Go yeah. for it. Throw some tip when you feel like it. it rain. If you're, if you're somewhere where you're not sure about the customs, like a different country or something, ask people, look it up, figure out what the tipping policies are, try to follow those, because they're probably there for a good reason. Yeah, for sure. So, all right. As always, I am Rosie, and facts matter. I'm Hope. Now that you know better, tip better. <laughs> Just